Hello and welcome to another Brian Almost Knows What's Going On episode of the Scripted Botch Podcast. Alongside me, as always, is Pierce Lancaster. And Pierce, I have a question for you. Since you're such an AEW expert, who was the sixth person to join the roster? And Pierce, just so you guys know, he's been trying to catch me up. He knows everything about AEW. I don't really know, but he's never missed an episode. He claims to be an expert. So go ahead, Pierce. Tell the people. Okay. So it's not. It wouldn't be the Bucks. It wouldn't be Jericho. I'm going to say Kenny Omega. That is absolutely correct. Wait, are, are you serious? Nope, probably not. But hello, everyone. Uh, it doesn't matter who the sixth person is because we're all here now. No, no, I gotta know now. I gotta know now. Hang on, hang on. Um, fuck. I don't know. I don't think we're ever going to know that answer. Pierce was like, but yep, I already I, looked for I would for say two. it's Kenny Omega. Pierce said, I looked on Google for three seconds and didn't find it yet, so it doesn't exist. <clears throat> yeah, it's probably somebody. But anyway, Probably somebody, yeah. Yeah, yeah, somebody. Somebody that wrestles. So we had a really... It was pretty good. I liked it. It was a good episode of AEW. Uh, it started off with Eddie Kingston versus... Pack. I almost caught him Adrian Neville and I had to think for a second because I wrote down Neville and then crossed it out and forgot to write down his actual name. But, uh, yeah. Yes. And I got to say that last week, uh, I think I already said it, but I was watching Adrian Neville and I didn't realize that it was him because of the way his hair was and I couldn't tell. And then as soon as I saw his ears, I knew for a fact that it was indeed him because he got them big old pointy elf ears. He he do be having he he do be having them big ears. Yeah, they're pretty big. I agree. But um, Pack Pack started out this match. He attacked a little bit early before the bell rang, and he ended up hitting his opponent outside of the ring, and he did a moonsault um, to the outside of the ring, over the top rope from inside the ring. He did an outside two. He did a flip. To the outside of the ring, from the inside of the ring, over the top rope. Um, there was a there there was another segment here where Pack did three or four different high kicks to the head, and they looked exactly the same. And I was getting kind of annoyed. And then as I was typing that out, he did another one. Uh. I'm like, dude, I I was not happy, and but. Oh, well. I gotta say... Um, I like him anyway. For some reason, I get the feeling, and I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the fact that the ring announcer said it literally 19 times. But I get the feeling that his nickname is The Bastard. Because, I don't know, they just didn't say it enough, you know? They said... I I actually think they probably said it, like, at least once per minute during that match. It also came up in his Titan Tron. Yeah. So... No, I just loved how much... I knew it was his nickname. I just loved how much they fucking said it beforehand. Like, you're like, oh, the bastard. I wonder if that was a fresh nickname. 
like <laughs> like if it's, it's new like and they're trying it out. Name, so they have to. I don't yeah. know, but if it is, don't force it and try to use it eighteen times. Like then it's worse. Then it's just bad immediately from the get go. You know. <clears throat> it's like I don't know. The more you use it, the worse it is. Like, if they just called Roman Reigns the big dog every now and then, it wouldn't be bad. But it's like every time he used to hit a move, Michael Cole was like, the big dog protecting his yard. Like, that's the kind of shit Dude. that makes names bad. What would your nickname be yeah. if you were in wrestling, Pierce? I know we're barely into the show and we're already going off, but, you know, whatever. Um, I think I asked you this question last week. Really? Or I asked you, uh, did I, or I asked you, I, I had a question written down. I'm not sure if I said it. It was, what would your slogan be? Yeah, we had, we had a slogan thing, but yeah, I, I don't think we did nicknames. What would, what would your nickname be? Yeah. What would my nickname be? Oh, I already know what I your nickname if... would be. Huh. It would be the poop dealer. Yeah, I'd be the poop dealer. Because I know you'd love to hear people on the, like the announcers be like, the poop dealer. Pierce. I feel like I need to be. I, I I feel like I need to. I would be the the rapper. I'd be a rapper wrestler with like face tattoos, dude. Yeah, like a, a really bad corny white rapper. I mean, like, dude, it would. I would be so good at that gimmick. Well, yeah, you basically do that already in real life without the gimmick. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Dude, speaking um, of which, is your song coming out in three minutes? Dude, it might. I'm, we'll, I'm excited. We'll keep, we'll keep people up. We'll keep people updated. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah for sure. Um, uh, Pac did a really strong drop kick off of the top rope, and I thought that it looked really good. Um, Pac did a kick to Kingston, who was on the top rope. He like did it from the ring and like jumped up and did a kick to the top rope. It was really good. Um, Pac did the flip finisher to win. Lance Archer came out to help Pac, but then they stared each other down. He was like, I'll help you. But then he was like, ha ha, I'm staring you down and I want to fight you. Just kidding. And I was really confused. Yeah. Like, why would you help someone and then be like, no, <laughs> no, brother, I hate you. I don't know why it was Hulk Hogan. Just then, uh, Yeah, I don't know why your voice immediately just assumed it was. I don't know. Maybe it's just for shock value. We know wrestling likes to do that a lot. I don't know. For some reason in my mind, <clears throat> when I think of wrestling promos, like if someone's just like, hey, wrestling promo, the first thing that pops in my head is Hulk Hogan being like, hey, brother. That's like the first thing that pops in my head. Don't know why. Dude, yeah. I mean, honestly, I, it's, it's understandable. It's pretty iconic, you know. Well, we had we had a Miro versus Chuck Taylor. Which is the first match I've and... seen him actually wrestle since the Rusev days. So I was excited. Yeah, um, Taylor, he did a uh, foot stomp from the apron to the ring, and um, it it just looked really good. And I just he did have like to a say diving foot stomp. That speaking of looking really good, uh, Chuck Taylor looks like a really great value version of aj styles from certain angles like every now and then at a certain angle i was like yeah that looks like aj styles when he had short hair and pierce agreed with me it does kind of look like him in the face 
It it does, but then in other angles, he looks nothing like Dude, him at yeah, all. Yeah, he looks exactly like AJ Styles, and then he'll turn like an inch to the right, and you're like, nope, don't see it anymore. But I don't know. Watch out for it next time, and you'll see what we're talking about. Yeah, Miro Miro looked like just watching him. He just, as a human being, physically looks better than when he was Rusev. Like, he just looks... Like, earlier he was stocky, and he looked big, and he was really good, and he looked massive. But he just looks a lot more toned and defined, and I don't know. He looks more like a main eventer, honestly. Yeah, he's... I mean, he's probably not going to be pushed as one, but, like, he looks like one. <clears throat> Who knows? And Maybe he will. I don't know. He's a big guy. I I, en- I enjoyed him here. I mean, he seems like the type of person. It, it seems right now that the way he looks, it seems almost like a Drew McIntyre type thing. Where, like, he, I feel like if he were to go back to WWE, which I don't think he will, but they would push him like a main eventer. Because Drew McIntyre was small. And then he came back and was fucking huge. Yeah. Yeah, they'd probably and definitely push him as a main eventer. Do you think he'd probably go back to his Rusev gimmick? Well, probably. I mean, <clears throat> I, I think he would go... If, if he were to go back, I think he would be Rusev, but I don't think he would do Rusev Day. Yeah. I think they would push him and make him, like, serious. Maybe. Even though Rusev Day was the most over thing yeah. <laughs> like, I think he'd be like a Drew McIntyre. Like, because Drew McIntyre would be like, haha, Jack, whatever, jackass and the beanstalk, or whatever it is yeah. he says. You know, like, Drew McIntyre will, like, make jokes and, like, be funny, but is also, like, a more serious wrestler. Like, he, he doesn't come out and be like, every day is Drew McIntyre day, like Rusev day. Like, he's not, you know. Right. I feel like, I feel like if he were to be in WWE, he would just be pushed as a typical star because most most stars if you haven't noticed this most stars don't have like gimmicks yeah there's like john cena is just like john cena it's like yes it's over exaggerated but like he doesn't have a gimmick like john cena edge randy orton but yeah yeah but like i mean he had the doctor (laughs) of thugonomics but like you know right i don't know they they don't usually like big stars don't you like roman reigns doesn't really have a gimmick he's just a piece of shit I mean, yes, he has all the nicknames, but he doesn't have, like, a gimmick. Right. He's just a dickhead. You know what I mean? He's just, He's yeah. just a heel. A bad guy. Yeah, like, he's just kind of there being a dick. Yeah. Kevin Owens doesn't really have a gimmick either. Kevin Owens is more just himself more than anyone. He's, he's the closest thing to a normal person I can think of. Right. Out of all the WWE wrestlers. He's just kind of, like, him. And that's it. I mean, I don't know. I enjoy I enjoy wrestlers like that. You know, even even in AEW, I mean, well, Moxley is, like, supposed to be, like, crazy and shit. But, like, I don't know. I feel like most of those guys, like, the main event guys, like, Kenny Omega is just kind of Kenny Omega. I don't know. Right. But, but yeah, I thought this match was, was really, was good. <clears throat> it was, it was strong. I mean, I don't know. I enjoyed it. Uh, Miro defeated Taylor. It was cool to see that uh, Miro still has the same finisher he used to have in the WWE because I I saw it immediately. I was talking to Pierce. I'm like, does he still have the same finisher? And then like two minutes later, he did it. I was like, yep, that's the same. That's the one. I don't remember what they used to call it. It was, I mean, this match was, I'll put it this way. This match was exactly what it needed to be. And that's a really 
dominant kick-ass match by Miro, who who's really started to, like, he's starting to, like, blend humor with, like, being, like, someone to fuck, someone that you, like, don't want to fuck with. Right. And I think that he's finding himself as a character, and this, this match was, this match was everything that it needed to be, basically. I mean, Chuck Taylor played the role well. He, you know, he, he, he had to be the guy to do it. I mean, it happens. I hate that for him. <laughs> but, I mean, whatever. He's still a nationally televised wrestler. At the end of the day, this is Dude, still... Right. Like, AEW is still a nationally televised <laughs> program that's broadcasted on TNT, which is a better network to be on than USA, honestly. Probably. I mean, Raw is, gonna, I mean, Raw is doing better. But, like, hear me out. If there was a wrestling program that was, like, just as good as AEW, and it, was on, and it just started, and it was on USA, and AEW was on TNT then more people would at least see the advertisements for AEW than they would a program <coughs> on USA. Right. So, Sorry, I, I couldn't clear it's my just, throat. I feel like it's a... No, it's good. <clears throat> I just think it's a good thing. But um, Private Party had a segment backstage. Private Part. With, e. Um, private Part. E. Oh, also, right. if you remember from our last episode, um, the last episode of AEW... They were talking about how if Chuck Taylor lost, he would have to be Miro's uh, butler. Basically his servant. So he's going to have to be his servant for like a month, I think they said. So we'll see what that looks like next week, hopefully. I'm excited for it. But, um... Private Part E. uh, Private Part E. Backstage... With Matt Hardy. Yo, hold up, hold up. Is Private Part E related to Big E? Ooh. Maybe. Think about it. They have the same last name. Dude, yeah, E. Whoa. Yeah, they both have E as their last name. Well, the party is is weird. It's like the vowel Y. Whoa. So it's like... So it's probably not the same because they just... it, It sounds the same. But the E is an actual letter E, and the E for private party is like a vowel Y. So I don't think they're related, sadly. Nope. I already uh, I already made a call and made it to where they had to change their name so that it ended in an E. Private part E. You heard it here, folks. Anyways, um, there was a segment with them and Matt Hardly. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I just said Hardly. Funny. Was... Funny nickname. Um, <laughs> I just I wanted to throw you off mainly. Um, Matt Hardy is their new manager. Matt wanted thirty percent, and they were mad about it because they signed and they called Matt a money grabbing carny, which really made me laugh because wrestling, like local mud show wrestling places, are known for just like, oh, dude, that guy's a fucking carny. Like they're just they're shit. You know, like that's like a thing. And so when they called him a carny, I thought it was really funny. And Damn. I don't know, they, he just kind of went off on him. being like, you should know, you should look at what you're doing and, you know, whatever. And I don't know, Matt Hardy was really good here, I thought at least. Yeah, Matt was like, you don't know what you're talking about. You were nothing before I came along. Yes. I I enjoyed Matt. He was like, Matt this, or, this is over. Get, on, get out of here. This interview is over. Get out of here. And he like, chased him off. So we have... We have Matt Hardy. Okay, okay, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. I just realized this. 
Private Part E and Matt Hard E. Oh God. Do have the same Y and E endings. Whoa. So they're related. <laughs> yeah, Think buddy. Think about it. Think about it. They have the Y, the Y vowel E. Yeah, dude. So there it is. They could be. <laughs> that, that could that be means why they're. Bailey is also related to them, and oh God, let's. And let's Jeff not, Hardy. Yeah, well, but Jeff Hardy obvious. actually is related to Matt. Duh. Isn't he? <laughs> Isn't he? <laughs> I don't know. Undertaker and Kane aren't related. I don't know if they're on screen or if they're Jeff, not. Matt, Hardy? Know. Yeah, that's their real names. They are related. Okay. Yeah, yeah do they grow up? The, yeah, what? I don't know. I'm not a big Hardy fan. Dude, what? Um, I am. Wait, did you just say that Kane and Undertaker aren't brothers? <laughs> <laughs> what? Dude, you're messing Fuck with off, me. <laughs> Lick my nuts. Oh, my God. Lick them. Anyways, Jesus. Chris Jericho and the Inner Circle friends walk out and they're giving their New Year's resolutions. And Jake Hager, I would never thought I would say this. <laughs> he is the best part of this match. Of, of, of not this match, of this whole promo I segment. agree. He's just three times. He's just like, championships. Yeah. Yeah. Like what is it's your just so like championships? Yeah, I'm like okay, well we do just like championships. Darts it out, uh, dude. So funny. I don't know. And MJF is just like yeah, we got to do this. Championships are good and all this stuff and fat people gotta go, <laughs> dude. So MJF <coughs> is basically in a weird way. The same gimmick that I initially talked about in this podcast, me having with being like some like chubby dude who just like, yeah, I'm the fucking bit. I like cheat all the time. He's basically that, but he actually looks good and people like actually want to be him. And he's just such a fucking douche. Like he looks like that and he's like that. And then it just, just says things like fat people got to go. And it like, that's the same type of people that will like actually say shit like that. Be like say that like fat people are stupid he looks like that, yeah. and it's just, he's so good at it. It's just, it's so I amazing. I agree, I think I it's love funny. It. And Chris Jericho <laughs> says, MJF and Chris Jericho are going to be the AEW Tag Team Champions. And Sammy Guevara calls fucking Jericho a tag team slut. And he's like, he's been he's been teamed with everybody on the team. You've been teamed with this person, this person. You've been teamed with everybody and fucking this. And, dude, <laughs> so fucking good. And Jericho he's... then was just like, we're all a bunch of sexy hooligans. We're sexy. And I I love it so much. He emphasized it again. Didn't like, he one say of something like, what, are you going to tag team with him next or something? And Chris was like, maybe. <laughs> like, seriously? <laughs> he's like, maybe. <laughs> In a serious way, it's so funny. Dude, like, one of the first times I, like, watched AEW, it was, like, within the first month or something, or, like, the first couple months, they were just introducing the Inner Circle, and Chris Jericho was introducing Sammy Guevara, and he's just like, Sammy Guevara, look at how sexy he is! (laughs) And he was just, like, so aggressive about it. Dude, it's so good. But... He said that there's going to be a three-way tag team to see who's the official team for the inner circle. And he said Sammy and Hager and 
Chris was like, haha, that's funny. Well, for all of you people that aren't boomer musician fans, there's a singer named Sammy Hagar. And Jericho was like, haha, Sammy Hagar, that's funny. And you're like, do you get that? And Sammy Guevara is like, nope. But it was definitely a reference to Sammy Hagar, who at one point sang in Van Halen and had solo music and stuff. Um, I thought that was funny. We have a music a... nerd on the show like you to break that down for us, Pierce, because I wouldn't have even yes. It. Um, and yeah. next we have what was then, probably at the end. I oh, want to say sorry, sorry. I want to say really quick. Sorry, no, you're good. Right before the transition, during the transition, as it's happening, you hear one last time for the third time championships yeah <laughs> again as the transition screen is on and i was like dude dude it was incredible yes this i knew this was gonna be such a good segment dude, and yeah, it we was talked about it, it was so amazing it was gonna be really good i really like the next segment i'm not gonna lie it was probably one of the highlights the of my life yeah because the dark order and adam page were over there and the, i don't know his name but that short dude that was fangirling over adam page uh, it was hilarious. And Dude, they were all fangirling <clears throat> over him. It was so good. And they were just like, so are you going to join? When will you let us know? After, maybe after next week's match? And he's like, okay, yeah, I'll let you know after next week. And then Adam Page walks out of frame, and they're like, oh, he's so in. He's in. He's going to join. He's so in. Oh, my God, he's so in. And then the camera backs up, and he's still there, like, three feet away from them. But he's still, like, <laughs> right there, and it just shows him there clearly still and it was just so funny it was like the highlight of my night just Dude, the fact that I, they were just I, like I oh also, my god that, he's totally in like fangirling he's still right there he just walked like two feet to the left out of frame it was so funny hangman page hangman page is really good i i i just want to say too which i feel like i have to bring up in the beginning they were talking about Brody lee who was the leader of the dark order and they're saying everything they're do, they're gonna do is for him i thought that was really cool i agree um Gotta gotta send love his way, and I don't know. I, this this was a really good this was a really good segment. I kind of, I kind of don't like as much that they're kind of becoming a comedy team, but I also I don't know. They did it well. They did it well here. I loved the out of frame shot. I don't know. It, it was it was done well, so I can't really be upset at it. You know. Dude, yeah. Um. I just love that they know. backed up the camera and he was still right there. It's just I don't know. Dude. So. There was a segment here where they were, like, talking about how the Elite was back together and how they were going to team and everything. And, like, the main members of the Elite were, you know, like, Omega and uh, the Bucks. And so the dude dude's just like, hey, one of the dudes backstage is like, hey, guys, like, don't even fucking worry about it. I'll do the announcing. I'll get you guys out. And it ended up being the Good Brothers. He announced the Good Brothers on the screen, and I I loved it so much. And he built it up like everybody thought it was gonna be the Bucks, and he built it up and was like the tag team champions and all these like accolades made it sound like the Young Bucks. He was like the Good Brothers. <laughs> thought it was fucking perfect, dude. I thought it was good too. I was like, dang, we don't get to see the Young Bucks, but at the same time, it was cool. Dude, yeah, I mean, I I love the Good Brothers. I love Gallows and Anderson. This this was good. You had the Elite. Versus the Varsity Blondes and Danny Limelight. And Danny Limelight there was is a spot. incredible, I just want to say. Danny Limelight is incredible. And there was a spot during the picture-in-picture picture where, like, 
uh, Omega. They were like they were all standing. Like Omega was on top of Gallows, and then um, Anderson like got on top of him, and it was like a three person splash. Dude, this was so clean. Dude, yeah, it was kind. I don't know. They just did a three person splash, and Kenny did a suplex, and uh, Kenny did a suplex. And as he and as uh, Danny Limelight was falling to the ground, he did like he completed the like the fall and like did a flip like out of it and landed on his feet. Like, how do you do that shit, <laughs> dude? I don't know. The Varsity Blondes did a spot where like one of them was like carrying Omega in like a powerbomb position, and then the other one like did like a neck like, did like a neck breaker. Dude, yeah, it was pretty clean. I loved that. And it was from the top rope. Like, he, like, jumped off the top rope to do the neck breaker as he was in, like, the powerbomb position. I don't know. I love I love moves like that. I love tag team moves so like good. that. Like, that's why I loved that Ziggler zigzag uh, spinebuster move they did that on Raw. Dude, I love yeah, shit like, like that. Stuff like, like that Like, the so Team good. 3D's finisher. That's amazing, too. Like, just any anything like that. I but, agree. Yeah. And then we had Anderson with the Claymore kick. <laughs> Claymore country. God. Anderson did a really clean spine buster and the good brothers and Omega, AKA the elite quotes. They kept saying the elite, I guess <laughs> the whole time. Like, I guess this, like, is the I mean, new, this is the elite, I guess. Yeah. I mean, they are, they are technically the elite. I mean, the Good Brothers and Omega won the match. And this is where the chaos ensues, friends. When does it ever Moxley end? Moxley comes out. Moxley comes out after the match. And he comes right after Omega. But oh no, it's three on one! Yeah, he just so we all know what's in the fucking ring when it's three on one and thinks he has a chance and just gets destroyed immediately. But what happens in wrestling when it's three on one? Two more people come out to even the odds. Ray Phoenix comes out, who just fought Moxley last week. Ray Phoenix from the from the Lucha Bros. He comes out and he helps Moxley. And then quote the lo- they literally are like, the locker room comes out. It was like three dudes. <laughs> I was so lost. So like the quote, the locker room came out, whatever the fuck that means. They came out to stop them, to stop all of them. But then like Moxley ended up like still going after him. And then he did a suicide dive to Omega. And then like the young bucks came out trying to stop everything. And the Lucha bros did like, I guess super kicks or something. There was so much going on. I couldn't tell. They hit the young bucks with something. They hit him with double super kicks. Like at the same time. Yeah, it's so many people were coming out that it just turned into complete chaos and my brain was hurting and I didn't like it. And Omega just, I liked that Omega kind of slipped out and was like, haha, and just like ran off. People were still fighting. I but also dude, I just, that. I don't, this was, this was a lot. I didn't like how crazy it got. Yeah. I really didn't Honestly, like that's a good thing that uh, the next segment is a nice calm Cody Rhodes on Dr. Britt Baker's talk show. So we don't have to worry about shit getting crazy and getting out of hand on this, right? It's just a, you know, a little segment. 
Yeah, so this was this was the uh, the Jerry Springer hour, for, uh, ten minutes. Doctor Britt Baker has the waiting room with Cody Rhodes, and her announcer, whoever her announcer is, is so incredible. She was just like laughing like terribly. No, first she comes out, and Britt Baker's like dancing, and it's like really like, it's really like corny and like campy, which I liked. And she's the, the announcer's going, "Go, doctor." Go doctor, <laughs> go doctor, uh, but it was just really fucking bad. I loved it. And it was so uncomfortable. Dude, but it went on for way too long. Yeah. Like, it was uncomforting, but I liked that it went on that long, because I was like, God, make it stop. <laughs> but that was, like, kind of the point, I but think. Yeah, I was going to say, you want it to stop, but then when it's over, you're like, damn, that was good. I wish it wouldn't. I wish it didn't stop. Yeah, exactly. And then they were, like, dancing together, and it was just really bad. <laughs> but, like... I loved it, dude. It, her co-host, like her laugh after everything. Like, I don't even remember how the laugh. Yeah, it was. Terrible. It was just like really fake, and it. <laughs> it was like the same note every time. It was just so creepy. It was also hilarious. Then, Sorry. Yes, it is hilarious. I guess Cody. Cody came out, and she was just like shit talking Cody. My favorite thing, she said something about like. This was Cody's biggest mistake, other than the one on his neck. That fucking neck piece. Yeah. Dude. I mean, he clearly loves that was... neck piece because it's the same logo that's on his clothes and his boots and shit, you know? So. And he's the American Nightmare, and his tattoo's a skull, and with an American flag and shit. So I guess that's his brand or whatever. But in my opinion, big yikes. That's a big old tattoo on the neck that I would never get. I mean, I would get neck I tattoos, just, just not that. Okay, I do not think you should get your hands, fingers, or neck until you have all of your arms done. Really? Wait, why? I just don't think it looks good. Like, okay, that tattoo wouldn't look bad if you had full sleeves. I still think it would look bad. Even Okay, the only way it wouldn't look bad is if he had shit around his neck and on his, like, shoulder or whatever that, like, connected around it, but... That's, no, that's okay. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's that's what I mean. Like if you just if you just get, had like, a chest a piece, piece and, an and a neck piece that all kind of connected, but I don't know. I just don't like it. I think it's. Dumb. I think you need it all to work. Like if you get your hands <coughs> and you don't have the rest of your arms to like connect it all together, I just think it doesn't look. I don't know. Good. I mean, I'm sure there's exceptions to that rule, but I don't know. Yeah, I was whatever. gonna say. I think if you have, but, I think if you just have some tattoos here and there, it can still look good. I mean, at the at the end at the end of the day, <clears throat> Cody Rhodes is a nationally televised wrestler and is on the Go Big Show, which we get told nine hundred times. I love how um, that comedian I really like. It's probably because all his shit's super offensive and fucking horrible, but he's not even like been shown except for that little apron covering or whatever. He was on that, but they like barely showed him on that either. But yeah, they've even on the trailers and everything, they show all the other judges and all the other people. Maybe he was just a guest judge or something, but I don't know. He was talking about being on the show, so I think, I think he, it's funny. If, it's probably if just I'm not mistaken, he's... I think he's the host. I think he's the host of the show. I don't know. I watched an episode. I don't I didn't I only the only people I knew were Cody and Snoop Dogg. He I was like a he was like a bigger dude with knows. probably like a beard and like a hat on probably. Does he have a bald head? Uh, no. I don't remember, dude. It doesn't matter. Anyways. Anyway. Yeah, we're getting way um, off track. 
Um, anyways, uh, but, can I just reiterate, I know we're past this already, but I just looked down at my notes and I saw Moxley's name. Just shave your head, bro. Just commit. It's not that bad. It's okay. But anyways, God. back to Britt Breaker's I shit show. Attention. I wasn't really paying attention to Moxley's hairline. There was too much going on that I, like, it distracted me. I also didn't pay there attention so to his hairline in this episode. On. I just remembered it from last episode. Yes. But, but anyways. um... Cody Rhodes comes out, you know, she just, she's just talking shit about whatever, you know, Brandy, who's pregnant now, and whatever, and then she announces Jay Cargo to come out, and Cargo says if Brandy, like, if Brandy ever returns, she's gonna beat that ass, and it was very, this seemed very, um, bad? I don't know. Red Velvet comes out, and Cargo and Red Velvet have, like, a slap fight. And then, like, everybody just started, like, all the women came out. It was just super Jerry Springer, which, like, I don't know. I, I enjoyed this segment. I thought I it feel was like funny and that, goofy and dumb and just I thought it top. was fun. I thought it was fun, and I enjoyed it. And I know, I just know people that are super into wrestling would fucking hate this. <laughs> Like, people that are like, like, they're like, wrestling is my life. Wrestling, wrestling, wrestling. Like, dude, they would fucking hate this shit. They'd be like, this is why I fucking hate AEW. They would just tear this to shit. I don't know. I enjoy it. Uh, this is the shit that I love wrestling I thought for, it was pretty fun. shit like this. I thought it was good. And so, I just, I don't know. I know people that love wrestling are going to hate it. But then, as everything is going on, there's like a bunch of other attacks. Like everything's getting <clears> fucking crazy. And as everything is going on, without any, like, in the middle of the fight, without any, like, preface or anything, it just randomly cuts to, like, fucking Thunder Rosa in a fucking, like, cell phone with a cell phone camera. And it looks like shit. And I was so... Because usually stuff like this, they'll be like, let's hear from Thunder Rosa at home. But this was just randomly... Like, this was just so abrupt that it, like, it was... I, I had to laugh about it, dude. I was like, what the fuck is going on? And I, I don't know. I I was so confused by it that I didn't pay attention to what she had to say. Because I was just so fucking lost i don't know it was it was unco- it made me uncomfortable in like a bad way like i, yeah. I, don't, I don't know dude there but there I, she was just she said that she was gonna challenge Britt baker and Britt baker's like that match isn't happening <clears throat> and then it like flashed on the screen that it was happening was like, no i wasn't supposed to fight that match i was told i didn't have to i'm not gonna do it i'm not doing it no she just kept going on and i was like dude uh Looks like you're doing it. Dude, Sorry, buddy. I, she's she's amazing. I love her stuff. Yeah, I thought that this segment was really good. I don't know. I loved it. I want you to know that almost the entire time you were talking about that segment, it's felt like I had to sneeze, and I keep trying to make myself sneeze, and it's not happening, and I'm so sad. And now it's, like, gone. You know that feeling that when you really just sad. have to sneeze and you're like, here comes a sneeze, and then it's just like... You just no. feel so defeated afterwards. Yeah, I just, just like, like I, try, I stared at my light. I was like breathing really... I was just like trying so hard to make it happen, and it just went away. <sighs> but that's okay, well, because on to happier subjects, uh, like Marco's dude, stunt. 
My favorite wrestler. And it's it's the world's favorite mud show tag team, <clears throat> Jurassic Express, and out comes Brian's favorite wrestler, Luchasaurus. Brian. <laughs> Brian loves Luchasaurus. I do love Luchasaurus. I was really sad and devastated that he didn't even stay by ringside for this fight. He came out and Brian was like, yeah, Luchasaurus. (laughs) He was so happy about it. Dude, (laughs) listen. He's just a big old dinosaur dinosaur guy. Yeah, dude. (laughs) That's what he is. That's why it's, it's the perfect gimmick, dude. Dude, it's, it's a fucking tag team with, a fucking short, really short dude, and a fucking dinosaur luchador. And also, uh, we have Tarzan. Yeah. Jungle yeah. Boy, my bad. <laughs> F- <laughs> FTR comes out, and it's FTR versus the Jurassic Express. And watching Marco stunt, like, wrestle, it just makes me kind of sad. Dude, I, I'm, I don't know. He's so little, and he looks scrawny, because he's just beside a bunch of big, tall people and built, muscly people, and he just, like, he looks like a kid. Like, from a distance, he literally just looks like a kid. It's crazy. Dude, and if Vince saw this, he'd be like, why does anyone support this company? This is shit. Like, he would just hate it. He'd be like, why is that little dude doing that? <laughs> Uh, dude, he would just he Vince Vince would just be like, ha I'm gonna beat this company to the ground. They don't know what they're doing. I'm like, honestly, to an extent, yeah. But at the same um, time, I enjoy AEW a lot more than WWE. I'm gonna put it yeah, out there, no, folks, because I just told Pierce today while we were watching. I'm like, dude, I love AEW so much. Like, <laughs> it's just so good. And there's not times where. I'm just like, wow, I wish I could fast forward. Wow, we still have an hour left. Damn. Like, there was a point where we were watching, and I was like, damn, we're already halfway through. Because usually with the WWE, I'm sitting here thinking it's halfway over, and we're like 15 minutes in. I'm like, god dang, Roman's entrance really only took that long. But then, like, I don't know. I'm just not bored with AEW, so the shows fly by, and it seems like, I don't know. I want more, you know? Yeah, no, I I enjoy it. Um, also, I, I, I do AEW. really like that AEW doesn't make every person on their roster wrestle every week. Like, we were talking earlier about how I like how you like that they only have one show, because y- you're right, if they had two shows, it'd be more boring, there'd be less action, less time to prepare. Like, the way they do it now, just have half your people wrestle one week, half of them wrestle the other week, and don't have somebody on screen every week and make it boring you know yeah and they and they have like they'll have people come out and and have segments and whatever like they'll continue storylines and stuff right and even if they are out like some weeks in a row i'm just saying it's not the same people out every week fighting like we don't see randy orton and drew mcintyre eight times in a row on AEW. it's not the same people every time yeah you also don't yeah you also don't see the same person continuously coming out over and over again. Like like you said, like Matt Riddle will be in an episode like seven times. Right. right. There's nothing against Matt Riddle. It's just like, it'll just be like, okay, um, the Young Bucks have their segment and, that, <clears throat> you know, that's it. You know, that that's, and, and that's cool. I fuck with that. Um, 
Dude, there FTR. was a oh, go ahead. spot in this match. I don't know who did it, but they got Marco Stunt on their, like, back. Like, they were back-to-back Marco Stunt. He had Marco Stunt's, like, legs, I believe, and then, like, reached down and grabbed his arms, and he literally wore Marco Stunt as a backpack. Literally had his feet and hands touching and, like, had Marco Stunt on his back, like a backpack. And it was so funny. I was cracking up. I thought it was amazing. Dude, yeah. They're... This match, yeah, Mar- Marco Stunt is, you're going to have fun watching him. It's, I don't know, he's just not that him. bad as a wrestler. Like He he's has not a, a lot wrestler. of really good moves. No. He's like charismatic. He's really good. He can take bumps well, obviously. Because that was like most of the match was him taking bumps and getting fucked up. But yeah, I think if he was uh, born a little luckier and maybe a foot taller, he'd be like really, really, really good. Yeah, I mean, I but don't who know. Knows. Like I said, if I were like a nine-year-old and I watched AEW, he'd be my favorite wrestler. <laughs> He's my favorite wrestler yeah, now. What do you mean? Like, Just kidding. That's yeah. Luchasaurus. No. Um, <clears throat> Luchasaurus is my favorite. F- FTR did a slam by picking by picking up fucking Marco Stunt by the hair and Marco Marco Stunt and Jungle Boy had a really good sequence with a Hurricane Rana, an Enziguri, a Suicide Dive, and a Moonsault. And it was kind of by both of them. I just kind of wrote those moves out in order because I didn't want to type in my notes which person did what, but that was basically the the sequence. Um, Dude, I honestly well, I, think that yeah. if I was a wrestler, my finisher would just be an Enziguri. Like, I would try to make it look cool and, like, step up and, like, pause and then do a kick. But I've always thought that that move was super underrated and, like, really, really cool. Every time I see one, because it's not one of those moves like a super kick that's used all the time. So every time I see an Enziguri, I'm like, ooh. Like, it just always looks good. And I don't know. I love that move. I know that was really yeah, we, random, we, but you um, just said that. No, you're no, you're you're fine. I mean that that makes sense. Um, we got two clotheslines from Jungle Boy in a tag match, and it just scared me. <laughs> I was really afraid that I was watching Raw. Every time I see WWE spots in AEW, <laughs> I'm just like, no, 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 no. Like every time. Like if there's if there's more than one clothesline back to back off off the fucking ropes, I just I don't know. It terrifies me, man. John Cena flashbacks. Real. Dude, not even John Cena. Every fucking week. I know, I know. It is the same thing. John Cena's fine, even though he does do that shit. But it, John Cena doesn't really do clotheslines. He does like the shoulder bumps, like the shoulder tackles. Yeah, true, true, true. But um, I don't know. Marco Stunt got slammed into the ring pose and got instant heat. And then they beat Marco Stunt and penned him. Instant heat even more. Dude, yeah, they just wrecked him. Dude, yeah. And the just booze, dude. Like, you just, <laughs> you fuck up Marco Stunt. Like, they, they threw him into the fucking ring post. They threw him into the barricade. Dude, this dude got fucking bullied by these guys. I think whoever <laughs> was out ringside, that dude that was with them, also fucking attacked him from behind or something. Like, dude, yeah. I was like, damn, he's already getting beaten up. He's already, like, way shorter than everybody and at a disadvantage. But, like, damn. 
Remember what I said about Marco Stunt? Yes, he's just exists in AEW to get heat. And am I wrong? I mean, no, you're not wrong. It's just, yeah, you're right. He's just so sure. They're just like, you can't not cheer. Like, dude, if he tried to make a heel turn. <laughs> dude, that would be so dude. funny. Oh, my God. <laughs> I would love, dude, if Marco Stunt turned heel, I would love to see who he would try to fuck with and how fast those rivalries would end because it would just be like, oh, yeah, okay, we'll have a match. And then they just, it's just a squash and he's done. He's like, oh, I was just playing anyways, man. <laughs> uh. I would love that. Who would you love to see fight Marco Stunt if you could pick anybody? Um, dude, honestly, probably Miro. Yeah, anybody of all time, not like right now in AEW. Oh, if you could oh, see anybody, I see, dude, I want to see him. I want to. I want to see him fight the Great Collie. <laughs> Me too. That's the literally the first thing that came to my mind was the Great Collie. Honestly, I feel like he could dude, beat the Great Collie. Dude, no, I want to see him. I want to see him fight fucking John Cena. I want to see him fight somebody like, uh, um, I don't know, maybe somebody like the Fiend, <laughs> Bobby Lashley. Dude. I want to see him fight. Bo- I want to see him fight Bobby like Goldberg. Lashley. Dude, that that's what I want to see. I want to see him. No, fight I know what you want to see. Lesnar. Yeah, I was about to say Brock Lesnar. That would be amazing. Dude, imagine Brock Lesnar suplexing. Oh, my God. Dude, he doing the fucking him. three suplexes. <laughs> Dude, if he literally actually just suplexed him the way he was suplexing John Cena and, well, like, everybody else, just whip him behind it, he would literally throw him over the top rope out of the ring, and he would just, like, fly into the crowd. God. I want to see. I want to actually see Marco Stunt fight. Uh. I, was, I want to say Rey Mysterio, but Rey Mysterio is so talented that it's not fair, even if they are closer in height. I think that would be a good match, though, watching him. Like, I could see Marco Stunt actually, like, doing pretty well in, like, a cruiserweight division. Yeah. Like, an actual cruiserweight division. I want to see the thing is, Marco I'm so sorry. Go ahead. I was just saying, I don't know. The thing is, is, like, there's not a lot of good cruiserweights. Oh, yeah. They, 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 I mean, there are, but, like, I don't know. They just don't get pushed. <clears throat> I want to see... Um, they do sometimes. I want to see him fight uh, Amos. Dude, I knew that name was going to come up eventually. I was just like, I was Dude, thinking it, yeah. but I just I don't know. That'd be amazing. That... That would that would be funny. I want to see him fight Shaq because Shaq has done stuff in AEW. I want to see him fight. Shaq. You know what I think would be a really funny gimmick is uh, if you were like in the WWE or something, and your gimmick was like you went around with Amos and uh, and Marco Stunt, and it's like the two like Angel and the Devil on your shoulder type shit, and you like, but it's like Marco Stunt sitting here like, dude, fuck him up, do it. Do it. And Amos is like, come on, man. We don't have time for this. Let's go. Marco Stunt's like, come on. We do have time for this. He shouldn't be talking like that. I think that would be really funny. But like Marco Stunt's the one that's like trying to cause hell. Dude, yeah. I love that. <laughs> and Amos <laughs> is just trying to hold him back. He's like, dude, come on. Stop. It's not worth it. <laughs> Anyways. Jeez. Next, we had the highlight of the night, Pierce. 
Serena Deeb versus... I'm, okay, her name is spelled out as Tay. I think it's Ty. But I think it's pronounced Ty. Yeah, Ty Conti, a.k.a. Future Miss Lancaster. My wife. We will be married one day. There was a push... Like not like not like a rest not like Biggie's push. No singles push. Not like that. <laughs> just like a push. And Brian just goes, Wow, that push was crazy. <laughs> it was like the weakest fucking Yeah. It was she, like, like the pushed her so lightly and she like delicately fell to the ground. I'm like, wow, that push was crazy. <sighs> Dude. Pierce, I want you this, to know this that you said your future wife, but if that were to ever possibly happen, you know that part where they're like, if anybody has anything to say, that's when I'm going to pull out a gun and shoot you. Jeez. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't blame you, I wanted dog. to catch you off guard. Damn. I would never that... inflict violence on someone else. Unless it was uh, at your wedding. Now, Brian, you say that, but I see you in your hoodies that you wear with your fucking basketball shorts in the middle of the winter and your slow receding hairline on your head. And I see you in the scripted botch podcast every week. Acting like you know about wrestling, but I call you out on it on the intro every other episode, and you don't know anything about wrestling. And I just think that we need to have a fight. And I'll see if you really think you can have Ty Conti and take her from me because you can't. Because I am. The greatest, slightly chubby human being to ever exist on the planet. Pierce Lancaster. Are you done? No, wait, hold on. If I'm going to do this, let me do it in my Orton voice. <clears throat> I was going to dude, you got to cut a promo back at me, bro. Are you done? No, I am. But I, I was going to say, if I'm going to cut a promo back, I'm going <laughs> to do it in my Orton voice. Because all I hear is you sitting here, talking, acting like you know what you're talking about. You're sitting here saying that, oh, you always say you're a great wrestling. No, you're putting words in my mouth. I never claimed to be a wrestling expert the way you're claiming all this shit. The way you claim to know what you're talking about about music. The way you claim to think you know about digital marketing and all these bands. And you're like, oh, I have Blink-182 tattoos. Let me wear skinny jeans that I look like I stole from my sister with my pink checkered vans. Oh, that'll make me look real hard. I say hard all the time and talk like I'm ironically trying to be cool. But in reality, I'm just another copy and paste of any mainstream fuck. <laughs> and that's what happens when you talk about my hairline. <laughs> Do I, I don't look like I don't dress like mainstream people. <laughs> shit. 
<laughs> That's you look funny, like somebody though. that dresses the exact opposite of what the mainstream people dress because you don't want to be associated with them because you don't want I don't know. I wear streetwear, bro. Talking um, about my hoodies and basketball shorts. Listen here. Pastel, bro. It's 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 about it's about the pastel drip, bro. It's about bringing back Dude, the, I, the cup the, the cupcake pastel, bro. I get better drip from Walmart than you get at the mall, bitch. No, I'm just kidding. That's actually kind of partially true sometimes. I've gotten some pretty cool shit from the Walmart. From the Walmart. That's, I, I, I like, I, I like that. I, I appreciate that. I liked that, uh, I liked that, uh, promo segment. That was pretty incredible. I did too. We gotta do that more. We're gonna have to fight. <laughs> We're gonna have to fight, buddy. No, we can't fight yet. We gotta um, build it up. Whenever you come up here, maybe we'll fight. This we could build it up on the podcast looked, until then. This this match, speaking of fights, this match looked like a real MMA fight. Oh, you actually took notes? Shit. I, okay. Yeah, no, this this looked like a real MMA fight in the beginning of the match. Really strong. Um I don't know. I, I enjoyed it. It was very it was a very grappling based match. And I, I don't know. It looked like an MMA fight, but it didn't look boring. But a lot of the times in wrestling, when there's like MMA spots, I'm just like, this is fucking boring. Right. Like, I don't know. I don't know. For some reason, when I see like locks <clears throat> and like grapples, I'm usually like bored with that type of stuff. But here, I thought this was really good. And like, this would be the type of thing that like I would show, potentially, I would show to someone who watches MMA and isn't a fan of wrestling. Like I'd be like, look at these sequences. Look at this. Right. And I think they would be like impressed by it. I don't know. Honestly, um, I think I would also show this match to somebody who's not a fan of wrestling, but not for the same reasons. <laughs> but, um, Ty, Ty Conti <laughs> hit a brogue <laughs> kick. That's the second. That's the, that's, that's another, uh, sorry. I got excited. Um, I hated the lack of Chris so Jericho on this episode. We did get to see him, but I still wanted more. I wanted he him on commentary. On, he wasn't on commentary. Right. Yeah, I know. Um, Serena Deeb won, and Brian just let out like a scream. He was so sad because I was like, he is no! violently alive. It's okay though. We'll get him next time. She, she, and you also pointed out that she kind of looks like Rey Mysterio's daughter in the at face. certain angles. Yeah, I think it's her eyes or something. Something. I don't know. I, I thought it was more like the face structure. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. Maybe, I don't know something. But she does kind of look like Rey Mysterio's daughter. But um, we had Darby Allen versus Brian Cage. Which, this shit was crazy yeah this shit was it was fast paced immediately fucking yeah i i just i don't know yep it was just (laughs) it it was it was ridiculous that that literally i this shit was crazy but the match started out with um somebody on commentary Referring to Darby Allen as the underdog, the smallest dog in the fight. So every company has to uh, have a dog, dude. Yeah, of some kind. 
I mean, we got dirty dogs, we got big dogs, we got underdogs, we got hot dogs that they serve to the crowd. We got, uh, I'm sure we got more, I don't know. We got yeah, bitch, which is a, another word. Type of dog. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, something like that. I don't know. But anyways. This, I mean, this was good. I mean, so uh, Brian Cage... I liked his, I just want to say, um, he had a really nice orange and black gear. Um, it was very, uh, pleasing to my eyes. <laughs> um, uh, Brian picked up and brutally fucking yeeted Darby Allen through a table and like a bunch of chairs. He threw that fucker like. <laughs> it looked like it was like 30 or 40 feet. It probably like was over his head. But yeah. And just like, it he was looked in the big, ring though. and threw him. Like it was probably at least 20 feet away outside the ring was, and like 12 where, feet down, 10 feet down. <clears throat> it looked, it was about where the, uh, the barricade would be. Yeah. It, that's about how far he threw. It him. was pretty far. Shit was fucking crazy, dude. <laughs> and then Darby Allen yeah. is immediately just busted open on his forehead. I just remembered yeah. a really, really funny spot in this match, and I can't wait to talk about it. Cage threw Darby into the turnbuckle, but Darby flipped. Uh, but but Darby flipped and like he hit his back first. And it was like upside down. Like he like he threw him and he like tucked he, his like, head he down when and, he like, threw him back. to make him like front flip into the turnbuckle, and it it was brutal. Yeah, yeah, and it, like... He hit, like, his, his upper shoulders on the middle turnbuckle and his, like, back on the top one. And then he, like, fell. And then, yeah, and then he did it again, but it but then he did it again into the other turnbuckle, but then Darby landed more, like, on his neck and head. And, dude, it just... I don't know. It looked fucking... It looked fucking brutal. At least none and of the turnbuckles broke and came apart. Am I right, buddy? God... What if they immediately copied that um, spot and had that happen this week? That'd be crazy. D- dude, yeah. I don't we know. We can only wish. <laughs> we, <yeah>, we can. <laughs> Cage, Cage did a kick to Darby's head while Darby was on the ground, and it looked fucking brutal. He did, like, a trip. Dude, he, Cage did, like, a triple powerbomb spot, and he just fucking... He like he did the first two, and then on the last one, he just like threw this bitch on the ground. <laughs> you called him a like, fucker, fucking... and you called him a bitch, <laughs> dude. He just Cage looked so strong here. Cage just whipped this asshole into the corner, <laughs> dude. Yeah, dude. dude. He's just fucking, just fucking this guy. Can up. I talk about dude. my favorite part of the match? My yeah, favorite part is they're like, and now we're gonna go to a picture in picture. And I don't remember what the song was. It was something by Justin Bieber. I'm sure Pierce wrote it down. It was. It was. It was a. Uh, I didn't, but it oh. was. It was uh, lonely. It was yeah. lonely by Justin. It Bieber. It was just this beautiful, sad song playing on this commercial, and then in the side on this picture in picture, Darby <laughs> Allen is just getting fucking destroyed. By he's Brian getting Cage. punched left. He's, he's getting punched left dude, and right and it's, with his face in the center, and his face is all bloodied dude, up. Like just yeah, <laughs> he's just bleeding so much, and it's just 
just slow, <laughs> sad, beautiful music playing while Darby Allen is just getting punched repeatedly and bleeding and just looking so sad. And yeah, dude, it was honestly the highlight of my night. It was so funny. Uh dude, yeah, it was great. <laughs> dude, fucking um dude, Cage did a fucking power bomb again and then threw Darby onto the fucking ramp. Dude, yeah. It's like, jeez, dude. My god. It was pretty crazy. And Cage grabbed Allen from the ramp when he was inside the ring, and he like did it like so, so like Darby was on the apron, and then Cage grabbed him like from the inside of the ring, like across the ropes, and then did like a suplex inside the ring. And I don't know, dude, it was just ridiculous. Dude, yeah. And Cage moved this, Cage moved the steel steps to the center to the center ringside, and then like he tried to hit like. uh Cage tried to hit Darby, but then Darby countered him and then, like, bit his hand. And knocked and him backwards then, like, onto the steps. Yeah, he landed on the steps. Yeah. Um, I actually don't have notes as to how this match ended. Darby, like, I don't Darby remember. jumped off the top rope, like, backwards and landed on his back on to Brian Cage while he was laying on the steps. He, like, That's right. And then, That's right. He did like a roll yeah, up pin. No, no, no. From, like, and then he. The no, no, no. He went in and then um, somebody was out. Uh, who was it? Somebody was out there trying to distract Darby Allen. Trying to distract Darby. And then the lights cut out and Sting came out with the baseball bat and beat him down. I don't remember who it was. But Sting came out, hit him with the baseball bat. And then, yeah, Darby Allen got the victory. He did the jump. He did the jump from the top rope, and then did the like the roll up pin. Yeah, and got the victory on him. I, I, I liked this match. I mean, I, Brian Cage looked like a. Even though I like, okay, this is what I liked about this match. Brian Cage looked like a monster, and Darby Allen still won clean. Yes, there were technically distractions, but it was a clean win. Yeah, and Darby Allen, like, every time he was getting his ass beat, just kept pointing at him, and then when he looked at him, he'd, like, flip him off, and I loved that. And it was like, I don't know. It was it was cool. He looked like he was actually, like, the resilient underdog. Like, he kept kicking out at one every time. I thought that was cool. Because then Brian Cage sold it well and, like, looked really surprised, and it just, I don't know, it was done really well. I liked it. It was, it was good, and... I don't know. Um, it it's really nice to see two people look strong and look good without the match ending dirty. I mean, yes, technically, like I said, there were distractions, so I guess you can't say. But it was, it was like, like distractions clean. on Brian Cage's but, end I mean, first, and then Sting came out and even the odds and shit. You know, it was like it was still clean. Nobody got involved. It was, yeah, and. And Brian Cage still looked like a fucking beast. Like, oh my god, more than any WWE. Like this company my knows mind how, how to fucking, book their fucking big man. I just they blew my mind how this he was guy, destroying people or how he's destroying Darby and like, I don't know. He's just really talented and really good as a big guy. I I almost didn't like that Darby just won off of like a roll up pen in like a few minutes. Yeah. Like I don't. This is the way like Darby got fucking crushed. I wish I he thought had done it was a pretty more good ending, pretty good match. Him. Um, but at the same time, I don't know. I enjoyed it, and it's building. You know, it's building Darby. Darby Allen is. I mean, I feel like he's already one of the marquee stars. Yeah. 
but he's like he's getting there to where like he's gonna be more like I don't know. I mean, to me, the stars in this show are. I mean, you got you got Kenny Omega, you got the Bucks, John Moxley. You got yeah, you got John Moxley, you got Chris <coughs> Jericho, and then I feel like uh, Darby is one of the. He's like towards the bottom, but I don't know. Yeah, I I I like him a lot. I think that there's a lot of there's a lot of potential there, and this match was really strong and really I good. Agree. And overall, this was a good episode of Dynamite. I mean, there were some ridiculous moments, but nothing lasted for like too long with the ridiculous stuff. Right, and it's it was a with, good balance you know, of like ridiculous shit and good wrestling. Like it wasn't like. Here's five segments you don't care about, followed by a four-minute wrestling match that you already know what's going to happen, and then more bullshit, and then a 20-minute entrance, and then another four-minute match, and then, like, I don't know, it was... And then that four-minute match ended, and now the same people are fighting in a tag team match. Like, I don't know. Like they did on Raw. With the WWE... with, With the WWE stuff, it's very, um... It's it's very <coughs> what's the word I'm looking for? Bad. The matches are no. It's just okay. So if you didn't notice, I brought up a lot of spots right today because I enjoyed them a lot. And every time I review Raw, I'm just like I never talk about the spots. I just usually talk about Michael Cole fucking up or them doing the same things over and over again. Yeah, like you said earlier, and, you're like because you can't. Yeah, this, in my notes is basically a play by play. I'm like, yeah, it's because it's good like i get it yeah like it's it's good wrestling and i i don't know it's it's really nice to see something that's not the same thing over and over again like every single wwe match is the same thing because i normally com comment on like the stories in wwe more than anything like if there's a if there's a raw episode or, or smackdown episode where it's mostly wrestling i usually don't have much to say right and this was an episode that had lots of wrestling more than anything it had like wrestling in it i feel like more than story and i i don't know it's it's a very it's a moment where the matches are just exciting for the matches like they're in WWE, there'll be a match, and I'll be like, I don't care about this because the story was bad. But then in AEW, like, the story, the Darby Allen story, the Darby Cage story was kind of boring, but I'll like, dude, I'm still really excited for that match. Like, it's right. going to be good. Yeah, I feel like they focus a lot more on the wrestling in AEW. Even though people are like, oh, it's so macho and stupid, which I thought so too after the one pay-per-view I watched that was just universally disliked. I was like, oh, it's mud show and yeah. stupid, but it's like, in reality, it's more wrestling than the WWE, because the WWE is more drama, and it's like fucking watching a play. You know what I mean? Like that. Yeah, yeah, and none of it, and none of it is, like, good. Like, I mean, some of it, I'm not gonna say none of it. Everything yeah, yeah, yeah. that a lot of good shit. It's Roman just, Reigns uh, is doing is really good. Everything Roman Reigns is doing is good. Like, I mean, dude, smack that, I mean, you gotta think, like, SmackDown does have really good characters and like, I don't know, like it's, it's, it's a good show. Cause you, you know, you got, you got, um, Chris, you, I, mean, I almost said Chris Jericho. I don't know why you got Big E, you got Roman Reigns, you know, you got Kevin Owens, you got Sami Zayn. Right. 
Like, you've got good segments and good wrestlers and that that are good with their with their characters and i that that's that's what i feel like would be like i feel like it would be perfect is if there was some bigger characters in AEW. like if i you, i don't know i haven't seen anyone in AEW that exudes the same like charisma as someone like a biggie right i agree and and I feel like that company would like Big E would be a good person to have in a company. I think like that, that Miro has potential to become the next Big E if the if he does it right. Yeah, yeah, and he and he he's goofy, but he's actually booked like pretty well. So I mean, like, I don't know. It's a good it's a good company. Wins and losses matter. I I don't know. I, I enjoy well I'm glad that I'm actually able to watch it every week. I used to just kind of like watch the bigger events. I'd watch a card if I if I could because you know, there's just so much wrestling in the world that I just didn't really dive into. but I do I have to know. say that at, I just, at this point, if there ever came a time where you were like, hey, Brian, I have too much shit going on. We need to cut back down to two episodes a week. I'd be like, all right, fuck it. We're ditching Raw. Because I'm not going to stop watching AEW at this point. It's my favorite at this time, at least. Well, I mean, I don't know. I really like SmackDown, too. But I don't know, dude. I really, I've really, really, really enjoyed AEW. It's just, it's it's refreshing. Right. It's And I'm already learning the characters. Refreshing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and like, like I, I said from the beginning, dude, like, yeah, you're, you're going to know, like, Anyone who never watched, and you also watched TNA, right? So I know which even more I people. Feel like helps. Yeah, I mean, it's super easy to get into this stuff, and the storytelling is very easy. There isn't a whole. I mean, there really isn't a whole lot of storytelling in AEW. It's very, like, just match based. But that's what makes it good, you know. Yeah, and the stories that there so, are are like cool even if they're goofy like the adam page joining the dark order or whatever i guess that's you know like a storyline but it's like the segment they had about it was like really funny and goofy yeah it's very well that's and it wasn't longer than like a minute and a half (laughs) well that's the thing that like scares me with AEW, and the thing that a lot of people don't like is that a lot of AEW is very like niche stuff like it's it's wrestling made for wrestling fans. Like if you are not a fan of wrestling, and you watch an AEW show, and then it it would be kind of hard for you to know like what's going on with a lot of it. Right. You know, like it's it's very much like this is made. For, it's wrestling made for wrestling fans. That like like it's made for like smart marks. A lot of it. You know. Yeah. Yeah. But. I don't know. Like it's us. good. It's 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 similar. I know you haven't watched a whole lot of WCW, but AEW is similar to like the good WCW. That's what it reminds me of, and that's what it reminds a lot of people of. Like when Chris Jericho was in WCW, like in the beginning, and like WCW also had Hulk Hogan and shit and people like that. So I mean, like I don't know. It's it's good. It's good programming. Yeah. Um, I have a question for you. Go for it. Brian. If you were a wrestler 
and you had to combine yourself with an animal, with <laughs> Luchasaurus, what would you? What animal would you choose? Ooh. And how would you incorporate it into your outfit? Like, do, I feel like you could be like a bunny with like bunny ears or something. Nah, dude, not if I was a wrestler. I'd be something more intimidating, like a big dog. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> you'd be a dog. You'd, yeah, dude. You'd come out with. You'd come out with with like fur on. I'd come out. You'd be like a fur. Yeah, dude. I'd come out <laughs> in a full fur suit, and I'd I would come out in a full furry suit, and I would like. It's just some happy-looking dog, and I get on the mic, and I'm just super serious, and I'm like, Listen, Roman Reigns, I've heard you going around saying you're the big dog, but not in this yard. And I'm just, like, a smiling, like, my mouth isn't moving, creepy, <laughs> yeah. That would be so funny. I wish that somebody would, like, their gimmick is that they're a furry, and they come out in, like, a fursuit every week and fight. That would be incredible. I know that's not pertaining Dude, to wanna... this question, but holy crap, that would be amazing. I feel like I feel like I would want to be a panda. Yeah. I don't know why. I just come out with like a fucking. I come out with like bamboo and I like eat bamboo <laughs> and then I like hit people with it. <laughs> Dude, that's pretty good. That's that's actually really good. Marco Stunt could be a little penguin. Dude, Dude yeah, he slides so around on his stomach. Marco Stunt were a penguin. You know that dude, Rey Mysterio yeah. slide he does? Dude, what if Marco Stunt... Was... I was going to say, Rey Mysterio... <laughs> I was just thinking, Rey Mysterio could be He a already one. is, bro. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's such he, a he good... Be, he... I think if... He used to be Lucha Pang. I feel... He used to be Lucha <laughs> Pang. Uh, I hate that. Or Lucha Gwyn. That's better. He could be Lucha Gwyn. They could be a tag team. Pang... Lucha Gwyn and Lucha He's Pangwisterio. Oh, I like that. <laughs> that actually doesn't sound bad. Panguisterio. Yeah, there you go. You solved I the... think if I had a gimmick, it would have to be something bird related. Like I'd have to be like a falcon and I'd like have some sort of wings where I just like <laughs> jump fifteen feet up in the air and then did a leg drop. Dude, a high flyer who's like, I'm the eagle. <laughs> Uh, dude yeah that would actually make sense dude that would be really funny kind of. i think it'd be funny if somebody like their gimmick was that they're a chameleon and they came out and they're like don't worry and they're like they start getting beat up and they're like don't worry i got this and they just like lay down on the ring and they think they're camouflaged or something the person's like what dude for the for the eagle one though like you know those like you know those like 80s rock outfits where they like spread their arms out and they have like dude yeah little, like wings and feathers and shit that's what i'm imagining some dude in like 80s like pants God. and like looking like fucking like bon jovi or some shit and like i'm the eagle boy boy <laughs> he looks like hair metal he's like like i fly like the eagle <laughs> i hate it that's what i'm imagining someone that looks like john morrison <laughs> It just is John Morrison. John Morrison just comes out with, like, eagle feathers. That would be so funny. Dude, yeah, and his aviator sunglasses. He's just like, I'm just trying to fly, brother. (laughs) I think in in every single segment, he's just like, I'm an eagle. (laughs) Watch me fly. That's, like, his catchphrase. He's like, I'm just going to spread my wings and get out of here, man. (laughs) Dude, I actually might hate that, but it might be cool. I, I I don't know. We'll have to see. 
We'll have to see. Yeah, we'll have to see. Like, Wait and see, guys. Happen. We'll update okay. you next week. <laughs> next time, there's dude. There's there's gotta be there's gotta be another wrestler who comes out and he's like, I'm a tiger. Like eventually, uh, like on one of these programs, dude, something. Yeah. Like we know it's gonna have. Like, dude, it's gotta. There's gotta be like a tiger or like a leopard or. Maybe not a leopard, but like a tiger or like a bear. You remember that? A bear, dude. You remember that super viral video of that dude with like that snake thing on his head? And he's like, I'm a snake. What if he was a wrestler? Yeah, he sh- yeah I was going to say he should be a wrestler. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. Uh... Dude, that'd be pretty tight. I'd like to see him as a manager. I don't dude, think he I could would manage... like to see he could manage. He could manage the Jurassic Express. Uh, then they would be hated dude, more by there all there already has been somebody wrestling. who was another dinosaur gimmick it was the funkadactyl brodus clay but he wasn't an <laughs> actual dinosaur i know i just wanted to make a meme because funkadactyl just popped into my head because i was like dude somebody was, call my mom i though. was thinking <laughs> i was th- <laughs> i was thinking of another like i was like ooh, i want to think of a better partner for him like a jurassic related partner i was like something a dactyl and then i was like funk a dactyl i hate it dude you know that fucking brodus clay and nxt was booked with like this monster dude and then he comes out and is like yeah i'm the, I'm the funk a dactyl i just thought of the perfect partner for luchasaurus huh. triceratops Ooh. It's the perfect idea, dude. Triceratops and Luchasaurus. Okay, for some reason. I'm thinking Tyran this would just be so bad. Imagine a wrestler <laughs> who was like Tyrannosaurus, but they were a high flyer and they were like, I'm Tyrannosaurus. And I soar through the air. Yeah, you're right. That is pretty bad. See, there you go. Dude, think <laughs> about it, though, bro. The Tyrannosaurus Rex. Uh, think about it, bro. See, I thought about it, and it's going to be a no for me, dog. <laughs> I don't know, dude. You got Tyrannosaurus, bro. Oh, but you also, but you can also have, um, what's another? I don't know. I was trying to think of an animal pun. Dude, there should be a tag team. It should be Marco Stun. Dude, it should be Marco Stun and Miro, and they should dress up as Timon and Boomba. (laughs) 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 And then Simba, Simba, Simba could be Simba could be Jungle Boy. Oh, dude, what the fuck? (laughs) they they come out to like really really like really really like bootleg knockoff like they come out to music and it's like it's like me honey like that's the music they come out to It's just like it's just like African like Lion King music, but it's like ripped <laughs> off and like not quiet, so they don't get sued. Dude, they're just like it's the it's the fucking it's the sphere of living, the sphere of living. And they'd be like, 
Yeah, dude. It's the oval of love. <laughs> oh, sweet God, dude. Jesus, That's dude. So funny. Pumba. <laughs> <laughs> dude, yeah. Pumba would be played by Miro, and Timon would be played by Marco. Dude, Scott. I'm really glad you sense. explained that to me because at first I didn't know who would play who. <laughs> the other way around <laughs> yeah it really would be just imagine Marco's cut like in a big ass Pumbaa costume that doesn't fit and then Miro just crammed into a super small Timon outfit dude I just I don't know <clears throat> why I don't know why I'm imagining um I feel like Hangman Page would also be a good Simba. Dude, you... But for some reason, I imagine Jungle Boy is Simba. I think that, uh, but... no, I think it would be, um, uh, 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 fuck, what's his name? Kenny Omega. He strikes me as the lion. Kenny, 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 Kenny Omega would be Simba. He strikes me as the king of the jungle, yeah. Dude, honestly, I think that Marco Stunt and Miro would also be really funny as, uh, Mike and Sully from Monsters, Inc., No, I no, don't think no, I have no, to Marco, explain Marco who's Stun. who. No, 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 no. Marco, Marco Stunt is like, oh, fuck. I can't think of the... Who's the girl's character's name? Boo? Yeah, he, he plays Boo, dude. He, he plays Boo. I don't and know. Then fucking... I think he'd play... Maybe. Like, yeah, yeah, no, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. God. Who would play Boo. Dude, I think Boo would be played by fucking Bailey. I think Boo would be, dude. Yeah, Boo. Boo kind of gives Bailey grown up, like grown up Bailey vibes. Whatever. Yeah, you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, they do like a live action Monsters Inc. with wrestlers. Boo is just played by Hornswoggle in a wig. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it so much. Dude, it's not as funny as Timon and Pumbaa though. That was that was incredible. Holy shit. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. Dude, I don't I either, no but that was that the best. <laughs> that was so amazing. Holy shit. I can't stop thinking about that. That's so funny. Dude, because they kind of look like them. I, I mean, like, think about it. I mean, kind of, yeah. Just imagine them, like, dressed up in the uh, outfits. Like, dude, it would work. Jesus. Especially, like, with their, like, sizes. <laughs> oh, no, I think it would work. They need to do another live action. Um, they need to do another live action Lion King. I agree. But okay, but not but not with like the CGI lions like they did, but like with actual like people. It needs to look like the Cats movie. Just like really fucking terrible. You remember that? You know the Cats movie yeah, that they yeah, just yeah. like tried to put out, dude. Yeah, imagine that. Imagine that. Or just have it, it be like, like Marco Stunt and Miro as Timon and Pumbaa, and then the rest <laughs> of the animals are all real. So the whole movie, they're they just super uncomfortable. No, they're all real lions. So then, like the whole movie, they're just nervous and uncomfortable, and they're like praying these animals don't attack, and it's just a shit show. I would watch that. You know that. You know that scene in the when, when they sing Hakuna Matata and they're like walking across the log. It's like the time lapse of Simba like becoming a grown lion. Yeah. I'm just imagining that scene, but with them like walking and like two stepping. 
<laughs> You're like, Hakuna, Matata, Hakuna. Uh, <laughs> it's just like Marco's tongue and fucking Miro. <laughs> dude, I, I hate it. Actually, it's like my favorite dude, thing in the world have, to imagine, but I hate it because. Uh, and we can have a, uh, we can have we can have um, an Aladdin remake. Oh my god. With you know, listen, we can have an Aladdin Aladdin remake with Jinder Mahal and Rey Mysterio's daughter. <laughs> what the fuck? Dude, think about so it. Jinder Mahal is Aladdin. And then Dude, no, look at... Jasmine no, no, no. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. Race completely aside, the villain from Aladdin actually kind of looks like Jinder Mahal. So that's who he should play. Okay, He okay, actually okay. well, kind of looks like the play? villain from... <clears throat> who would play Aladdin? Um, Who would play Aladdin? I mean, honestly, the first person that came to my mind was like Evan Bourne when he had short hair or whatever the fuck his name is on here. Dude, yeah. Yeah, that wouldn't be that wouldn't be too I bad. I can't think of anybody I else who actually can... looks like Aladdin. Like dude, young. but you know, but dude, dude, you know, dude, you know who would play the fucking genie? <laughs> oh, you ready for this? Yeah. One? Big E. <laughs> Dude, yeah. Dude, he'd be so good at that. I agree. That would be the perfect thing for him to play. <laughs> Holy shit. Dude. Yeah. We'll get Marco Stunt to play uh, Aladdin's little monkey. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Which which one had the parrot that was voiced by Gilbert Gottfried? Wasn't that I think that was in Aladdin too, yeah. That was an, or not Aladdin too. Aladdin also, yeah. The parrot was in Aladdin, but Aladdin also had a little monkey, didn't he? Yeah, yeah I he think had a little so. hat on. Yeah, that's who Marco stunt. He'd be in a little fez. Oh hat. my god, dude, amazing. Dude, now I'm just sitting here trying to. Oh my god, I I just thought of the perfect one. We'll remake the Jungle Book oh, and Marco stunt. No, it's Mowgli. No, I, well, I feel like it had to be Jungle Boy. Right? I was thinking the bear from Jungle Book would still be Miro. (laughs) The bear is... um... (laughs) The bear is Goldberg. (laughs) What? Dude, it would just... I don't know. I I think the bear... No, the bear bear would be... Would the bear be Biggie? Probably. No. The, uh, nah. Biggie would be the best as the fucking genie in Aladdin. He'd be so good at Dude, that. Dude, I agree. I'm trying to think of other ones because this is fun. I just, I don't know. Um. Um. Dude. Dude. We could do fucking. We. Oh, what? Okay. Who's. I'm trying I to feel think. like this could be a reoccurring segment of like WWE wrestlers or like aw wrestlers like in different things like what if they were in this show or this movie like because this is actually <laughs> funny dude big, big e playing the fucking genie and aladdin is the greatest i thing. agree that's like the perfect casting dude. dude yeah that's way better than will smith Dude, yeah, it, easily, but that wouldn't draw as many tickets. People would be like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> yeah, well, obviously, but if they did, like, a WWE remake version of it now, dude, I would love that. Dude, for some reason, I'm imagining 
I'm imagining Roman Reigns playing Aladdin, but like a skinnier version. Like if if he like got skinny, maybe like a short-haired Seth Rollins. Uh, yeah, maybe. We have Robin Hood, and it's played by John Moxley. Uh maybe. I see John Moxley being like some crazier fucking. No, 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 no. We have Pirates of the Caribbean, and it's Aleister Black. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that one makes as, sense. As fucking Jack Sparrow. Or, or it's like one of the pirates. I don't know. He'd be in there somehow. But anyways, I feel like we're I, milking this segment we've, we've got too all much. This, this for was too really long. good. Yeah, we can't, we can't milk it too much. We have to spread it out over all our episodes. We'll do more next week because I really love this. But I guess that wraps up this episode. Unless you have any other closing comments. Oh, no, I had another question. I didn't ask my question yet. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, shit. What's your question? I was going to... I mean, it's not super serious. But uh, if you could no, get fine. any sponsor or endorsement as a wrestler, who would it be? Like, If you could get any sponsor to come on board and be like, we will promote the shit out of you, who would it be? Oh, dude. Dude. Okay, I either want Fortnite. No, I'm just kidding. Something really shitty or like some douchey fucking streetwear. Dude, I would honestly like, like hype beast. Yeah. Dude, dude, imagine I'm sponsored by fucking Supreme. Ooh, that would be a hard flex. That <laughs> dude, that'd be fucking crazy. I'm either okay, so I'm either thinking Supreme or like Fago. Fago. <laughs> That's like what are the two? I think those are complete. Honestly, if you got sponsored by Supreme, you could easily reach out to Fago and be like, "I'm sponsored by Supreme," and they'd be like, "You're sponsored by us too now." Like literally, dude. But how funny would it be though to be a rapper, to be like a rapper gimmick, and then be like, "I'm sponsored by fucking Supreme," dude. Yeah, I mean it makes sense. I guess I think it would be. Uh, really funny to like get an endorsement by Fortnite and have my character be in the game, just because that's like a meme in itself, and it's just it's it's not as big of a game now, but it's still a big platform, and I think it would be really funny. Dude, and I do cross promotion. Yeah, like, I'd be in the ring and I'd do Fortnite dances. No, that's no, that's what I was gonna say. They would put no, dude. Fortnite would put your fucking taunts and whatever in dude yeah the game as an emo that'd be lit like if it were roman reigns they'd put like the fist oh, i think they probably put like, like that the, it's like a wrestler he usually does before the superman punch or the spear or whatever i don't know he, yeah I don't know yeah, if he yeah. Even they does could that do anymore. that they could do yeah they could do i don't think he does that's very like crowd enticing and he's a heel right but yeah something something like that that would be dude that'd be pretty tight if they like included your thing I think that would be pretty cool. I think another really uh, random, like, um, sorry, I was reading something. I got distracted. Um, Fuck, I just, like, uh, oh, I was going to say, I think another really hard flux is if I did, like, a Minecraft collaboration. Like, just some random shit like that. I think it would be really funny. Dude, that, that that, that would be pretty fucking sick. I don't know how that would happen or how that would work, but. I'm just thinking of, like funny promotions that would like get me attention and like also like just be fun to do. 
<clears throat> Dude, Supreme. That's that's mine. Uh, I think Supreme would be incredible. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, can you do better than I that? Don't... Can you do better than a Supreme? Like, think about it. Like, what other brand would be cooler than Supreme? I mean, maybe like a Gucci or like a Balenciaga, but like, I think Supreme would just be so, like, it's such a douchey. Like, Gucci is like, oh, I have money. But, like, Supreme is, like, douche-level shit. Dude, yeah, I'm gonna... Like, I just think that would be fucking perfect. I'm gonna run a partnership with And One. That's so funny. <laughs> that, that, that's... Dude, no, Shaq shoes. That's what those are. And One's are Shaq shoes, aren't they? I, I'm not sure. They might I don't know. I know they're Walmart bad, shoes. I used yeah. to wear And One's. They're not. They're not bad dude, shoes. They're dude, nice. Champion. Champion. Yeah. Champion will be a good one too. Champion will be a fucking tight one. Having like champion. Dude, yeah, that would be good for like a gimmicky reason, you know. Thrasher. Thrasher would be good. Too. No, not even for a gimmick. I just. I want to be sponsored by Champion. That'd be fucking tight. Thrasher would be good. Too. I bet Darby Allen sponsored by Thrasher. I bet dude, Darby, Darby Allen, Allen being sponsored by that'd be. Tight. I bet Darby Allen reads Thrasher magazines. Yeah, like, Darby's actually involved in the culture, it seems. So, I, I, I don't know. I don't think he's just doing it for the gimmick. Right. I don't, I don't know, though. Maybe he... Do you think Darby Allen, in, like, his normal day shit is just, like, a dude? Probably. Like, I don't I mean, know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Darby Allen, I'm looking at him right now on Instagram. <clears throat> dude, all of his photos are in black and white. That's kind of hard. Dude, it's a clean aesthetic. Dude, I'm looking at all of his photos. Dude, they're all in black. Like, I'm scrolling. Dude, this is pretty fucking... Dude, yeah. I I fuck with... I fuck with this. He's he's a cool... He's a cool wrestler. He, he's been doing... This looks like before... This was like even before AEW and stuff. Like, I guess he's been... This was September 6, 2017... He's been doing like black and white stuff. I love that. Even the yeah. videos. His stuff is cool. Dude, he has like dude, he has like homemade like in 2017. He has homemade like skate video. Like here's him skating like off the top of a fucking roof. Yeah, I'm watching a video and, right like, now falling. of him skateboarding. So yeah. Dude, yeah. This is fucking I don't know. This is this is pretty fucking ridiculous. Huh. That he like does all the he he had it. Yo, I think he had a video that was on ridiculousness like before he was a big wrestler. Really? Like he did something stupid and it got on ridiculousness. Yeah, I think. I can't tell what's happening. Skating the ladder at the gates of hell, dude. That's that's pretty fucking, dude. Yeah, he like, dude. He was skating off of a fucking ladder, dude. Yeah, he's like definitely involved in the culture, like a hundred ten percent. Dude, hell yeah. Yeah, he, I, 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 I like Darby <clears throat> Allen a whole lot. I do lot. too. Dude, these videos only have like less than a thousand views. Like I'm scrolling at the bottom of his page. Like, do you think we could get I him on know. for an interview? That'd be sick. Honestly, dude, why not reach out to him? Fuck it, I'll send him an email. Why not? What do we have to lose? The worst thing that can happen is he'll say no, or he just won't see it. Yeah, dude, literally. I mean, why not? 
Let's like, get fuck it. it, dude. I'll email him. He, he, how many people are emailing Darby Allen every day? We'll probably see it. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. We'll, we'll reach out to him. But, yeah. We'll get back to you I, on that, guys. I guess. But I think that's pretty much all I, we have for today. Also, we are yeah, starting. I, we have started playing WWE 2K Battlegrounds, so we'll get back to you on that one, too. Yes, We're going to we'll play it a little more and get more into it before we actually talk about it. I need to start on the campaign. It's so fucking incredible. I've well. already played a little, a good chunk of the campaign. But Dude, I'm, I'm excited dude, for it. Dude, it's so amazing. <laughs> but, all right. Yeah, we're going to wrap it up there, and uh, we will be back on Sunday with another SmackDown recap. Thrilling stuff here, guys. Another dog, another territory, conquered, disrespect because of disrespect of family and and them disrespecting the food that Roman Reigns puts on all of their table. And the food is... Uh, what's what's a dog food brand? Um, 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 puppy Chow. Even though he is a big he's a big dog. What what what's big people dog food? Um, Brian, no. I have what's no dog, idea, dog dude. I'm drawing a blank. I don't have. Okay, well he needs to bring big dog dog food and bowls of water to their table. You know what, Pierce? I'm tired of you thinking you always have to get the last joke in on our podcast. You think you're so funny. I, I don't know, dude. I'm t- it's too late. I'm tired. We've gone on too long as it is. I was trying to cut a promo, but I, I, uh, I don't know. You fucked yeah, up, dude. and I got to poop, and that does it. Poop time. <laughs> uh, I feel like every podcast eventually is just gonna be like, we've gone on too long. Pierce has to shit. Guess that's our cue. <laughs> uh, well, we'll see you here next episode have a good night that is all goodbye i'm always bad at ending i don't know what to say goodbye